0: Hey, what's going on, partner?
1: All right, we're here. We're just going to be walking to our spot now, her spot. Mm -hmm. But uh, she had a really good idea because I relate to her so well. Um, We're going to preface it by whatever comes out of me. I'm going to say something. And, uh, oh, yeah, but you know, she wants you involved and like to help guide you know uh, with your questions you know you're good at this you know and i can corroborate things that uh you know and uh, i just want to ask the listeners to just listen to jessica with an open mind don't be quick to judge because the arrows will all start to point towards something and if you follow those arrows it's going to guide you to like oh hey wait a minute you know uh and, and so you, you get the gist of what we're saying? It's like she and I will be conversating. You'll, you'll be asking questions. She'll do all the talking. And when necessary, I'll interject. Or, or if she wants me to corroborate something, she can say it in frank and frank and testify to this or whatever. Uh, and that's when my cue will come in to, to say what I say. Be it answer your questions, or just say what I
0: experienced with her. Yeah, no question. Where's she, where she at right now? Right here.
2: I'm right here.
0: How are you doing, Jessica? I'm doing
2: great. It's a beautiful day. Yeah.
0: yeah. I My just... Favorite spots up here. I just bought a lady... I, I stopped inside a gas station to use a bathroom, and this lady... Ask for some money. I didn't have. I don't have no cash to give her. But I went inside and bought her, you know, a, a big brisk front punch. And a, um, is it is it windy out there with you guys?
2: Yeah, we're gonna get out of the thing right now.
0: Yeah, because that's all I hear is wind. Yeah,
2: we're gonna get out of it right now. I just
1: kind of wanted to bring. I like to bring in my spots that I keep talking about. You know, see, when she she's not around, I get isolated in my room. The only time I ever go anywhere was is when she's around. <laughs> Otherwise, I stay inside. I kind of like, I'm trying to bring you spots that were Oh yeah, know. she's got some places that man <laughs> I had an experience at one place that I can't explain. <laughs> but it was a trip it was a trip so me being someone like me i have a very open mind Uh, uh, and so i look at the possibilities where many people are quick to judge and you know what i mean Uh, and and also something that we have a post bonds through is, are
0: we on right now? Are we on right now? Well, I'm just recording as we talk, but...
1: All right. Okay, so, I mean, we relate to each other on a lot of pain, painful levels, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: so I'm going to give you over to Jessica now until you guys do things. <laughs> hey, Connor.
0: Hey, Jess. What's that beeping sound? I, 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 it's over right now. It's my car. Oh, uh,
2: okay. Yeah, we're just trying to get where we're not in the... Because it's windy here. This is the windy city, don't you know? It's... Not, everybody thinks it's Wisconsin or whatever it's a, uh, Chicago. Or, or Chicago, yeah. Anyways, um, I just I like the river. It's um, where a lot of good events happened to me since I've been here in 2016. Um, this is definitely the place that can eat people alive if you, if you let it. I have never experienced such a place... And, you know, I've been homeless 20 years. Um, Oh, yeah, I'm Jessica uh, Taylor, by the way. And um, I'm here in Reno, Nevada with uh, my friend Frank De Palma. And I'm trying to tell my story right now in regards to my experiences with gang stalking, uh, which is uh, also called community stalking, which is worldwide. Uh, Thousands of people are affected by this and... I seem to be the only one that's made it this far almost three years now. I've been actively stalked by these people and I'm here to uh, to talk about me and how I got there a little bit and what I'm dealing with now and to try to do what the officer here Reno told me to do. Um, I'm trying to improve the impossible crime, the no-touch crime. And the officer said, he said, you need to get evidence. So for the past two and a half years, three years, I've I've been doing that. And it's been the hardest, craziest, terrible time in my life. It's also been a growing experience for me. Um, I just hope to help and I hope to expose these people for what they are and who they are. And this is, I'm the only person that's doing this. And, and, and my opportunity came uh, with you through Frank De Palma and I appreciate that. It's a, it's a life, life-changing uh,
1: opportunity right now. Well, and, that's, me, that's what right now. and if I may yeah. interject, I want the listeners to listen with an open mind. All the we're trying to pretty close the doors on, on judgment, you know. But if you listen carefully for Jessica's story, it'll paint a pattern, and it'll it'll show you arrows. And all you got to do is just with an open mind, an open heart, follow those arrows. And it'll paint a reality picture for you and you'll be able to see and maybe understand uh, the harassment of uh, what Jesse's been dealing with for three years. And she's been through hell, people. She's been through hell. So anyway, with that said, thank
0: you. I'm going to give you back to Jessica. Well, Jessica, with that being said, let me um just give me a rundown on, on your history, like where were you born at and, and how was your childhood and you know, how, how did you, how, you said that you were homeless for the last 20 years, so how, how did all of this transpire? How did you get to, to, to where you're at now?
2: Um, I, I believe, honestly, um, as I become aware of a lot of the things that I was kind of doomed from the beginning um, due to um, some activities that my grandfather was in as a young man in a cult. And... Um, the cult uh, leader, her name was Majaya and um, I found out that me and this woman share a lot in common, and it's just like a family secret kind of thing. And you know, I grew up. I always had bad luck. It didn't matter what I did. Both my parents, um, both my parents left me when I was a child, um, and then I pretty much spent the next like thirty six years um, codependent and and, and trying to make up for something that wasn't my fault all the way. You know. I had to learn to love the people you know they hurt me um after they hurt me you know I, I didn't have no I had a little bit of love but I was so alone and and as I grew older my sister started getting in trouble and we were in Broad County Florida you know and um it's it's um, pretty ghetto down there sometimes you know in the, in the hood and she was causing trouble and it just got all taken out on me as well you know so I was pretty much a scapegoat since I was a little kid Um, she used to beat up on me my dad used to beat the hell out of me and I was definitely fearful of him but I loved him and this is the man that I I want any man that I want to be like except for that part of him he made me who I am Um, I've had some uh, some people come into my life because my parents were there I figured God would give me that a little bit to make me um, I'm pretty well rounded I think Um, I've got a lot of I'm eclectic I'm cultured you know I'm very uh, understanding and loving and loyal uh, ornery and, and ferocious if I need to be you know when it comes to, in, in in regards to my son a lot of this situation has to do with I'm a beast and they were not ready you know what I mean like I've been I finally got got turned into this person by these people here in Reno who were terrorizing me daily you well, know before, they did this to me
0: well before we get into that right I Yeah. I don't want to so you yeah. you know you had this this tumultuous childhood and stuff and then did yeah. you did you graduate high school did you go to high school
2: uh, yes sir I did I graduated high school with honors I'm, I'm I'm currently part of the National Honor Society as well but I did graduate high school I went to the Air Force I'm
0: going to school now you're an Air you Force a veteran uh, yes sir I am ah So, so when did you become homeless?
2: Right after I got out of, um, out of the Air Force, which was 2003. And what happened? And I, I got back and I returned back to a guy who was a very abusive man, which was the reason I went to the Air Force instead of the right reasons. And I got out because my PTSD and my, uh, my analysis, I was just a liability. I got separated um, and he was abusive to me And I had to leave It, it ended very badly And um, pretty much For a couple of years I kind of jumped around To some friends' house But that didn't last Because even then I had no real true friends That would be there for you When you really needed them um, and, and then I had my son in 2006 I got pregnant um, When I was homeless I met his father And we were homeless together Um because I don't know I, I was young and then I was young
1: and stupid then
0: Yeah, yeah. well I was we, stupid. we all are you know and and that's that's the thing and it's okay you know it's so
2: I pretty much I pretty
0: Were you I ever were you ever using drugs?
2: I yes I did. I started smoking pot I was about 13. I was uh, in the 90s, I was in high school, so a lot of acid was going around, some, uh, some rolls were going around, or they used to call them beans, or ecstasy was going, going through, I started drinking alcohol at an early age as well, and I was alcoholic by the time I was 21,
0: for sure. So then you go into the Air Force to escape a, a toxic relationship, and then you come home and then dealing with the PTSD and all of that that you got? You went back yeah. into that relationship. But why? Was it Was it because of the comfort, maybe, that you were just looking for comfort and there was nowhere else to go? or?
2: Uh, uh, yes, that was probably one of the first and last times I ever did that, actually, because of such bad experience. After that, I never was able to stay anywhere because I don't allow people to treat me certain ways. And, you know, that that relationship really gave me a foundation for what I will not deal with. Um, but yes, that was my only option. I was young I was still 19 years old. Um, it, 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 it was it was terrible but I I still at least tried it you know and uh, I thought I about, uh, ran that dude over so I, I knew I had to leave the situation or, or I was gonna end up in prison because my my temper has been growing since I was about that age um, and then I got hit I got hit by a car and it... And it and it hit me on the head and and ever since then I haven't really been been right. I got stitches and everything. So my life kind of changed that day in 2009. That's 2009. Um, And that's when my family ended as well. So that's a crucial point if I want to
0: talk about that. Um, You got got the head injury in 2009? Yes, I did. I, I, I got ran over and drugged down my
2: own street like 75 feet and uh and my family lied to the police, and, and I I kind of uh, went back to the police, and I said, no, that's a lie. And then that's when I started getting calls on my son to TCF by my stepmom, you know, just because she was mad because I told the cops that they. Got it. You're not going to go out and, and, you know, uh, I didn't have you, I don't care who I don't care who you are. Oh, I
0: don't care who you are. Shut oh, up. <laughs> <laughs> And it was always really, really bad. I mean, it, it was bad before. But what So, um, why, was, why did you get drugged down so the yeah. street? What was that incident about?
2: Uh, my, my, my little stepbrother had tried to hit my son's father in the truck uh, that my son's father was in. And instead, he hit the back of my head and uh, knocked me into the side view mirror, and my body went limp passing inside the truck. Until, until as he was going, I, I got drug up under it. Uh, the tire ran over my head and everything. Good you God, know, girl. Drugged drug me, drug me by my arm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, God has plans for me. I promise you.
0: <laughs> so would you say that that event was the catalyst as to what's going on in your life right now?
2: Um, um, I, I, I do believe that a certain part of it, it's regards to my family. Uh, yes, I mean, it was already bad, but this was me standing up for myself point,
0: right. finally in my
2: life, you know, I, I was tired of having to be perfect and, and have to just bide and everything. I, I, stood stuck up for myself and, and I haven't stopped since that day.
1: And yet she was always, it's just, it's just in an innate part of her. She's a people person. She's a certified nursing assistant. She's got a degree in that, uh, and she just always that that part where that helps people. It's still prevalent, you know. Uh, I see it all the time. But she she protects that very, very, very well because of all the betrayals and the hurt and and like I said, I've seen a lot of it with her. And
0: uh,
1: yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: So where did that where did that injury occur at? Where was you at then? I was at
2: I was at the house that I grew up in my whole life, in Pompano Beach, Florida.
0: In Pompano, Florida. Yeah. I see your your phone comes up and forget from uh, where it comes from, so I know you know where it's at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Sample Road, Federal Highway. You know what (laughs) I mean? So when when do you leave Florida?
2: Uh, several several times I left Florida, came back. I went. When my son was born, I went in 2006, I went to South Carolina. Um, My aunt just turned out to be a horrible person, and then I had to come back to Florida. And then um, finally in 2016, I moved over here to uh, Reno after many, many years of of bouncing around a little bit and and trying to make it in Florida. And um, I, I knew I had to get away.
0: And I've been in Reno since then. And the whole time that you're bouncing around, like, how are you surviving? What are you doing?
2: Um, I've actually worked in every state or in location that I've ever lived at. Um, I don't steal really or anything like that. I mean, I kind of consider myself a middleman. I make things happen, you know, but uh, I, I would steal for certain things for myself you know what I mean but a lot of people they steal for other people make money off of it but I mean I steal for myself if I was hungry you know um, I really didn't like it but if I had to it's what it was
1: you know got the clothes because my clothes
2: keep getting stolen or having to
1: move she's got a great deal of integrity she I mean I trust her implicitly and we met over a year ago when we lost touch. But uh, she's... uh, Yeah, she's
0: real, man. She's real. I don't from people like that, you know.
2: I, I do what I got to do to survive, yeah. I
0: mean... Just crimes. That's I'm that's cr- what you call crimes of survival. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, we do what we got to do in order to eat. And that's just what it is, you know? A person's only going to go hungry for so long. And, and <laughs> what kind of help? Like, did you try to reach out to any programs in Florida? Did you... Did anybody offer any help? Was there any assistance? I mean, the,
2: I, I I asked my family before I left, um, several of them, and I did try a couple things. But what I've experienced is that people might say yes, but they really mean no, and then it causes problems because instead of saying no and being honest, they let you move in and already expecting what it's like to have a child in the house, or you know, I get a lot of jealousy when it comes to me because I'm a beautiful woman, a smart, beautiful woman. And I have a lot of problems with that. So all the situations I did try, they just never worked out. And um, it's always a blame on me because everybody wants to just make it where it's just about me. And it's not like that. Like, I'm not the kind of person to let people disrespect me or my child. And I and, and, and generally, most of the time, I didn't deserve it. And I, once again, I put in a more messed up situation because I'm going from a bad situation already and then trying to fix it and having to leave again and again and again and it's starting over you know the post office I have 40 different addresses at the post office since 2003 that's you know that's and, and I do that so I can get my ID or whatever and I can get work and everything and get Medicaid and get food stamps get stuff from the shelter um in Florida there was nothing you had to wait like if you weren't there and you weren't waiting for the, for the night um you, you didn't get a place to be and you had to leave in the morning um Parts of Florida aren't easy. I've lived all over Florida, North Florida, South Florida, East and West, and um, it's 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 pretty hard. And especially when you're a woman, you know, because people people have tricked me, they lied to me, and then when I didn't give them what they wanted, then I'm made to be the bad guy, you know, family included, um, when they can't control me and 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 pretty much using me until they were done with whatever a person that was dying that they wanted me to care for because they didn't want to do it you know and then I have to move again and I have my child and it was it, it was hard I I didn't have any any help that helped I don't know if that makes sense you know it, it I sh- I would have been better off doing it alone totally and um I've lost a lot of people in my life because of all this but I just told myself here today that I don't really feel like I've made any mistakes Amen. given the information you know what I mean like and I can't care what other people think and and what they do you
0: know nah you know i'm I'm kind of going through that myself right now you know so I can completely relate to you because you have these people around you that they call themselves family and and because they're family they're, they feel that there's an expectation there like we're family you're supposed to do this because we're family and such and yeah. And with that, like, particularly my family they they think that they know how to help, and they're gonna help in their way, yeah, right and when and when you try to explain to them, no, this isn't the help that I need if if you're willing to help me, I'm telling you how I need help, then they're like,, yeah. then, then they're like, you know then they're like then they're like, you know well. Um, That's not how I want to do it. Or then all kinds of excuses come in as to why they really can't help you the way that you need help. You know, so, yeah, exactly. so it's, it's almost a sense like they're helping to justify in their own mind that they can tell themselves, well, I helped you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, sir. And then when you sit there and tell them, uh, no, you didn't. You didn't do anything to help me. Then they get offended and they run around like, "Oh, this person doesn't appreciate shit," and they've ne- they're never gonna change. And yeah. So I, I I relate to a lot of that. I can I can completely understand that type. And you're so right when you say you would have been better off just just doing that shit on your own. Well, just like my father once told me, he said,
1: in a man and woman's life, there's gonna come a point in time when they're gonna have to take a position. And within their minds and hearts, they know they're 100% correct. But are they willing to stand their position, even if it turns everyone against them? (laughs) And that's what Jessica has been experiencing for years now. Everybody judging her, turning against her, betraying her, using her, terrifying her. She spent four hours, four hours in in the river, in the cold ass. That water is cold. And she spent four hours in terror. You know, because she had nobody to turn to, you know. Uh, I know because from personal experience, in another way, I became cold
0: and hard and just unfeeling. And that's what's happening to Jessica. Well, what is, you know, Jessica, what is so terrifying?
2: Uh, the, the, in the beginning of it, I didn't understand what was going on. So I was just running, you know, um, from, from people that I, I felt you know, and there's a part inside me. It's like my diaphragm area, and it's always true. And I just felt fear. I could tell that something was going on. I felt. I could feel that. Um, I was. It was. Things were being directed at me, right? So like, when I go anywhere, every song that I just listened to that day, um, I go to casino and it's there. And then there's certain cars that are in the same area that are following me. I had one kid literally pull over, about hit me in downtown reno by midtown and and, and i actually had to hit him with my stick that day and i and i marked his side of his side mirror because he they're intentionally seeking me out in every way possible my my whole being my whole world my whole life everything is invaded on a daily basis where it's electronic um monitoring it's um they 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 work on a frequency that most people don't pick up on um, I actually had a friend of mine experience the same thing at the casino with me, where it's um, EMS like torture. These are these are old Russian tactics where we're called targeted individuals, and every aspect of your life is destroyed intentionally. You're you're terrorized, where you feel you have no privacy. You I can't even go see visits on my son without these people being there, and and, and me absolutely losing my mind because i know that i'm true i've documented this and i've got names and all these other things that i would like to make known but um i know and frank has experienced it too that it's real and if you understand just that whole concept if that part of it's real then you have to be willing to accept the rest that is encompassed by the criminal act of gang stalking because i have experienced everything
1: Everything, So you know, the monitoring from the home invasions.
0: And it's online. You can look up gang stalking. Well, you it's know, it's, real. there's there's a there's a conversation that I have on my podcast. I don't know if you probably didn't run across it, but scroll through, oh, my, yeah. scroll through my episodes and look for one that's called conversation, a conversation with Ryan. Ryan is an individual that's out in California that says a lot of what you're saying. And he said that he first noticed it when they put a, a one of these 5G towers by his house that he started getting all kinds of... a lot of what you were describing. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, I have no doubt. So... I... I didn't know that, so that's... I mean... But no, nah, yeah, I want you to listen to that episode and get back with me on that and what you think about that, But, but continue. So, but when when did you first start noticing like changes?
2: It was October of 2019. It had been, um, how many months, uh, three months after I had met the man who I believe is a big part of this. Um, it was in June, uh, June 9th of 2019, actually, uh, when I met this man who would changed my life for the worst. Um, and it's been pretty much since that October when I noticed, um, when I when I realized they were there, they had already been watching me three, you know, for like three months. That's what I've come to realize. And they knew everywhere I went. You know what I mean? They they were in places before I got there because, you know, they have watched where I'm at. So they are there waiting for me. And if I had a direction, they figure, oh, well, she's gonna go over there or whatever. Um. And then I was chased one day. I had been I had been pretty high
0: that day. Oh, well, hold on one second. Hold on. So who was the yeah. man? Who was the man that changed your life? That man? Who was that? His name was um, Skip Thompson or Andrew Thompson
2: or a.k.a. Robert Thompson, because um, he's got many names. And what and happened? He, I, th- I thought we were dating it together, and I fell in love with him. And once he realized that, he kind of made it a bad breakup. Um, and I think at that point I had probably started getting um, followed. At, at that point, and then we got together, and he asked me back, and something, he he caused a problem with my son, and he was trying to manipulate my son, and my son wouldn't tell him where I was at, right? So, um, but when I found this out, after he did it again, I confronted him, and I cost him his home or whatever arrangement that he had with his ex-wife. So at this point, this man is—he's got some real anger towards me now. Yeah. You know, so he's really coming. You know, he's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's full force at that point, and that's what it got bad about October and uh, November, up until January is the last time I saw him. But I'm pretty sure he had a lot of it planned. You know, uh, from looking back at everything, he's—he's he's responsible and connected to everything, and and, and he's the one that—that that
0: set everything in motion
2: yeah he he told me he, he he wrote me a note and it said you'll lose everything that you love you'll go mad he he literally put the madness curse on me is and because he's um he's a, like i said before he's a 35-year warlock practicing magic and i've seen what this man's capable of and 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 his intention and the intention of his people his followers or whatever um they have on top of bikers, on top of the douchebag gang out here in Reno, on top of the cartel are, are, are following me. Um, it's just been steady bad ever ever since that well, time. Well, that's what I was going to ask I you heard. was
0: like, I, well, that's what I was exactly what I was going to ask you is like, who who is Skip? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. who who is Skip to to say that he can do this? And does Skip have the power to do this? And so. You know, that's a, yeah. You no, know, you're telling um, me. You're I, telling me who he is, but so, but go into more detail because you say he's a 30-year-old, 30-year... 30 year old, 30 year practicing um, warlock. He
2: practices magic, black magic, and um, because uh, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen how this man controls people. I, I see things that are impossible. If I wish, I could just like just zap it to everybody's brain where they can experience these these events that I know for sure are real and I I have been pretty much suppressed and isolated because of my knowledge of these things and you know he told me he murdered he murdered people he cut some dude's hand off here in Sparks he told me I had every reason to fear this man on top of what I've seen yeah. you know and and he I believe he might be part of, part of the cartel um, I, I I know that he has associations with, with the, the Mexicans um, I had an incident where I had been on the river and I look over and he's actually getting out of the water with the air with the air breather on, and then a little while later he's across the way just staring at me, and I'm hundred percent certain it's him. I, I I know it was him. Um, as his people were going down the river terrorizing me, you know, saying personal conversations, you know, like we've got 500 people at least going down this river. And I just felt so overwhelmed because there was someone else there that witnessed that too. Oh, they said, oh my God, you know what I mean? Like, you're right, Jessica. Because nobody believes that anybody could have that much power. Who the fuck is he? Ultimately, I don't know exactly who this man is um, fully because it's so crazy to me, the things that have happened with him and the, the reaches as to which I went to Ohio, they found me in Ohio and I went to Mesa and they found me in Mesa you know what I mean it's unbelievable but it's happening and because it's unbelievable nobody freaking believes me
0: so yeah so so how do you get away like when you see when you see this around you where do you go how do you is there a safe spot that you go to or there's some three
2: places in Reno as far as um, where I don't have to rely on other people because of my trusted people and everything is, is pretty much shot uh there's three locations here in reno um that are pretty much out in the open kind of places but for some reason i'm safe there you know one is a very special place um kind of in the midtown reno area and in another place is on a a, a forgotten place called pinion park here in reno where they uncovered several hundred bodies when they were trying to build a park on this place and um I'm comfortable there. I've been, always been comfortable in cemeteries, so I, I usually go there. Um, other than that, that's, that's it. That in the river, but usually I run to wherever. Sometimes I'm running all night. You know, yeah. it's like it's like I've been training for the last three years. I mean, so.
0: no, it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay, Mama. It's just as long as you have a place that you can get to that you feel safe and secure is what matters. You know, because. While this is going on, you have to have a place to where you, you know that you're secure and that you're you're not in constant fear all the time. You know what I mean? That you're exposed yeah. in some kind of way. So as long as yeah. you have that a place that you can go and unwind and, and feel safe, that's that's always a good thing. So I'm I'm happy that you have <laughs> that. France is that place for me too. You know,
1: France is
2: probably one of two individuals that I actually trust and feel that way with as far as being in someone's home so I'm I'm definitely grateful and that's why being him, I mean him have you know he understands me and can can see the real the real rage and and, and the truth behind what I'm telling people and and, and I have asked for help and
0: well, I could, I, could probably, I could probably promise you that Frank won't let nobody hurt you
2: oh I I, I know that without a doubt. That's why I'm here with him. You know, it takes a strong man to deal with someone like me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it, it takes a strong...
0: It, it, it. it takes a strong woman to deal with somebody like Frank. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: touche, touche. And,
2: But I mean, we're oh, like okay. the only ones. Me him, you know, thank God. You know, I told him, I said, I found the answer to life, man. I said, people always ask, why does God put me through this? You know what I'm saying? Like, why does he do that? And, and, and in my experience... Um, with the ex of mine that was a schizophrenic I realized as I'm helping my friend Through this process I said wait a minute I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps right now I said God put me through what I went through So I can help somebody So I can truly understand and see This person and that this is really happening And that they need real help right now And it can't just be some Out of the book shit that nobody knows nothing about You know this, this takes Some real life experience True knowing and, and, and being able to be there for an individual and not just talking out the side of your neck, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't help anybody when it's such a powerful part or terrible part of your life or a confusing part. Those, those times in your life, if you don't have someone to guide you that's been through it, it's bad, man. Most of the times it's freaking bad. And, and I, I remember thinking at that point, and I said, that's what it is, you know. And, and I've experienced that several times after that where um my experiences help somebody and 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 that helps me get through my days sometimes you know Amen. like it's not worth nothing it's not worth nothing if all this was worth nothing what kind of life is that for me
1: she doesn't realize how much she's helped me <laughs> i mean uh man this this out here for me is just like yeah but uh jessica man uh she's got life experiences and, and we share so much and uh as far as that feeling of aloneness and being alone, and against and, and, and just feeling like everybody's against you, uh, not being able to connect or trust. I mean, we've all we both shared the exact same feelings, but in different stories. You know, yeah. hers is, you know, uh, but yet she no, she and I met in 2020, I believe, at the airport. I was getting, I was coming back to Nevada from Reno. And I saw this frail. She she had lost a lot of weight, and she was just so frail, and she was shaking, just literally. Shaking. And I went by in the trolley thing, and and I said, "Excuse me, are you all right?" And uh, she said, "Yeah, yeah, you know." And so I just kept going. I can't, you know, but my heart just said, "No, she ain't all right." <laughs> so I went back and I said, "Hey, you're not all right, man. You know." She told me about getting turned away on a couple of other flights. And I said, well, just stick with me. This girl held on to my arm the entire way, you know, to, to, to Reno. And I didn't know. Oh, geez, man, I still feel guilty about it, even though I had no reason to feel guilty. I didn't know that she was homeless. I thought she had a place to go. And, and, and when she left the next morning, uh, I, I didn't see her
0: again for a long time. Then, you know, I, I, I really think, I really well, let me stop. Let bad. me stop. No, let me stop you right there. So, Jessica, what happened?
2: Uh, when when I met Frank, or when I got here to Reno.
0: No, well, when you left, because Frank just said that he you left, and he didn't see you for a long time. So, what what, what tell me about that?
2: Um, the place he was at, I, I had gone to a couple times to, to to see him when when I needed somebody over there, but I was afraid to get him in trouble. So I kind of ended up on the. I was totally on the river at this point, you know what I mean? So uh, everything that I owned was either gone or on my back at that point. And I was so, I was being chased on a nightly basis every day, all night, relentlessly. And I, I just, I just, I can't let in really be aware I just wasn't around him. But I was around the area. I'm surprised I didn't um, run into him. Um, I, I I did, he was my only he's he, even at that point in the early stages of our friendship he was the only person that i really felt safe around i would need the, the biggest baddest dude i could find and, and and mr DePaulo was it you know i totally believed in him and and i did try to get to him but i just didn't want to cause him no trouble by showing up where he was at so i just kind of stayed away and
0: uh just survived on the streets of reno for the next two and a half years or so well, let me ask, so let me ask you this, like, what do you think these people want?
2: Um, they have a, the ultimate goal of these, these uh, this organization is for me to kill myself um, without them having to lay a hand on me. So they pretty much push you mentally, physically, emotionally, psychologically, every, your finances are destroyed. Um, all your friendships or what you thought were friendships are gone because now they think you've even stolen from them because it's always the same thing at every location. That I, I, it's it's the biggest racial war between these people almost between me and them. That they don't know me, but they hate me because of what this man has told them and, and, and what these people do. What do you it's mean? like a
1: racism without anything to do with color, just pure racism, hatred, you know, hate mongering. That's what she deals with, a racism of a different color, of no color. Of no color. That's right. And, and,
2: they, and they, they, they want me dead because I've cost them money. Whoever's been funding this or whatever peoples are funding this, um, I believe Robert uh, Halperin out of uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, is my biggest problem. I believe this problem stems from him, actually, and I believe him and Skip uh, met each other. The timeline that I put together and what I've experienced since that time, uh, Robert Halpern was in, indicted for stalking, I believe, as well. Um, after I had known him, and, and I moved from
0: over there, Robert and Robert ha- Robert
2: Halpern Halprin.
0: H A L P R I N
2: Yep, R E N No R I N R I N And he he's an old music producer from V R P Music, and uh, he's Natalie Cole's baby's daddy at King Cole, the, the singer. Uh, she's his baby daddy, and he... Um, I was his personal assistant, and I saved his life, and he owed me $10,000 on an agreement we made. Um, and after we, he went in rehab, he came back, and um, I was there for him, and, and he decided he didn't want to pay me, and that's when my trouble started, and that's about 2009. 2008, 2009. And he's got the money. You know, he's a billionaire now, so... Yeah. You know he's de- he's definitely got the money, and um, I uh, he just started a lot of trouble for me because he committed insurance fraud while I was working for him, and um, I was I was I was being threatened and everything, and so I, I made a report, and pretty much since that time, um, I, be- I believe that quietly I've been stalked But when I moved to Reno, is when it really amped up
0: when I, when I got out here. Can you can you get out of there? out of Reno. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm not leaving until my son is out of foster care and, and he's in with um, family. That's why I stay here. And I stayed through this terror every day because I've been trying to make his father realize he needs to do something um, while I'm fighting the system of, of social services and, and being homeless and starting over and, and continually people screwing me off. You know, I mean,
0: it's, I know, I know my I man. But one thing is always just don't 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 let all the problems mount up on you. Just deal with what you can on a daily basis. You know, just start with one problem and just try to knock it out. You know what I mean? And because if yeah. if we if we think about everything, man, we got so much stuff on our back, we become overwhelmed and then the last thing you know, the next thing we're saying is like, Man, bump this stuff. Yeah. So it's just thinking well, one thing that I can do what can I do tomorrow what 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 what, what can I chip away at tomorrow you know
2: uh, yeah I've been, I've been working on that um, now that I'm a little bit more more settled and and ever since I found out about this uh, talking to you it has freed me so much and once again I want to thank you for that um, it, it has it has done something to my soul that I've waited I wanted someone that could bring this to the world. You know, and 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 me to finally let it all go because this is all in my mind all day. I try to remember names and faces and addresses and 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 all the terror that I got through. I just relive it every day so I don't forget. And well, I want you to get definitely- it
0: all out. Get it all out on wax right now so that we can put it on the broadcast and let the people hear it. So everything that you've been storing in your head, we will put on the cloud right now. Let yes it go. Sir, yes sir.
2: I mean I I I I tried to like write all this stuff down you know and I mean on- honestly you know I've come to find out that this organi- the organization is worldwide um, that it's it's the casinos it's What's the, the it's name the, what's the I,
0: name what's the name of the organization
2: Um honestly it's multiple people that are like the the money people of this the people who you get on a list you know pretty much you're on a list and how, how you got on that list is different for everybody.
1: You know how like you have the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, they're all they're all separate yet they're supposed to work together. right. This is the same basic thing. you have a conglomeration, a network, business owners, people who are in control, they call the shots and
0: they direct other people. Yeah. A, a network of like, um, I don't know of, of like a secret society, right? Yes, yes,
2: exactly. Well, that's exactly what it is. I I, I actually been reading up on it and the, the Waco issue or whatever, yeah, the, Waco. the Reno lady. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Branch Davidians are here in Reno and they are active.
1: Ah. You know, and
2: and and I just found this out and it's funny because the name David comes up everywhere, you know, and it's, it's over, over time, I've come to understand that what I felt and what I've experienced is true, and my research corroborates it, um, and, uh, along with uh, my experiences. That um, you know, this issue here in Reno is is not anything normal, and and it's involved by, like Frank was saying, the you know, the casino owners, the, the lawyers, the the judges. The, I I know people that are in as doctors and. Uh, waste management. Uh, Henry Whitpen is another man uh, that terrorized me, and I, I believe he goes by another name called uh, Cameron Hamadi in Reno, Nevada. Um, and, and these people have all kind of oh, I have been able to connect them all together, you know, like through my research and, and my my pictures and, and my cooperation over the last two years. I, I've been able to just. I was told to find the one person, and that is Skip Thompson.
0: You Skip know, Thompson.
2: Yes. <laughs> but like, but you see,
0: you see people every day, though, right? I, I'm 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 followed every day. How, I how do people. you know? How do you know that you're followed, Jessica? Like, what what is it that you're seeing that tells you that this person is following you versus just a normal person in society? I, I tell myself if I
2: see it, the same card three times in one day, um, that. And it's happening multiple times a week, and it's everywhere that I go. It's not like it's always at, like if I was working with someone here that I work there, they could be there. It's everywhere that I go during the daytime and nighttime. It's, um, they do like audi- auto- audio attacks where it's like, um, uh, if you look even on TikTok and people, um, posting other things where they hear the crows. And where the the garbage truck noise, the beeping noises, the flashing of the lights, the um, I, I was okay, all right. I was in the mall one day, right, with my son, and there's an empty um, dining area, right. And we're sitting there, and, and this young man, I'm kind of feeling uneasy, and I'm hearing a little bit of chatter, and some um, from, because it's like the evil eye is on you, bro. You cannot not feel when more than one person, any group people are dangerous in a group no matter who they are and when they're all projecting um, bad energy towards you and, and intentionally you know, thinking about you on a daily basis and obsessing about you and, and, and infiltrating your life where it seems random when uh, one person is at the mall eating and this young man comes over me and he's pretending to work around me and he's not doing anything and, and I'm just starting to feel uncomfortable and come to find out uh, another lady that was talking to him uh, right after that, it was a woman that I had problems with before. And and as so now I'm making a spectacle of myself. This is what happens they get me to react right in public, and then I get 86 out of these places where I can't go in them no more because I've acted a fool because I've been threatened. You know, they I, I have trusted my body inside, and it's been a hundred percent correct. As much as I don't want to believe it, we do have that part in our body in our mid area, right write a diaphragm that'll tell you. There's
0: no question about that. That's, 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 and, why, that's, that's survival mode, so. that's our <laughs> <my> survival <laughs> mode. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. And, 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 and the people, people want me to ignore that and I, I, anytime that I did, I, I, I paid for it. So, you know, as crazy as it might seem, I trust that. And when I get those feelings, um, almost a hundred percent of the time I've been correct. You know, and I can't say 100% of the time because so um, you would know, sound statistically impossible, but, you know,
1: I I, I, I I, would
2: not be where I'm at in doing what I'm doing and making this this, this, um, this call of doing everything if I was even partially unsure because I know people's lives are involved. I know that these companies or these casinos like the Pepperville or the Atlantis here in Reno, I mean, I'll give them all up, baldinis, um, Our place shelter, which is a women's shelter that I was terrorized at, you know what I mean? They, 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 they open up a place. What better place to open is the only place that your victims can run to and then terrorize it from the inside out. You when know, you have a desperate woman who is hungry and tired and cold. And when, you, when you're when you told to this place by the police officers and they take you there, you're like, oh, okay. And, and it's a nightmare. It's an absolute freaking nightmare. And they're involved in that. Every aspect of this city that I've seen these people are involved in it in some way, and I can link them through my ex's Facebook with his friends, with an officer that I met in Sparks named Thomas Gibson, who is directly related to my ex. He's also a, a biker, which is against their code apparently. He's the, a cop, you know what I'm saying? But you know, this, this is facts. This, well, this is let facts. Let
0: me ask you, Jessica. Let me ask you this: Is there any safe? Um, shelter in in Reno that women can go to no for any woman any woman that's in Reno at this time listening to you and knowing exactly what you're talking about but may not know of a safe shelter to go to is there none none there's none now, Reno is a big joke. But women
1: are victims out there. Homeless women are victims waiting to be.
2: 17, 17 women were found murdered on, on the Truckee River last year. And I think at least that many already this year. It's just, I mean, and, and I experienced some things as far as that goes too, man, where, you know, they, they push you to kill yourself. They make you feel crazy. They make you feel like you're so alone, and your family doesn't believe you. And and if drugs and alcohol are involved, because you know I wasn't straight the whole time, you know, and and once they can label you that, then the police will ignore you. You know what I mean? That you're just crazy, or that you're irate, and then you know you're mentally unstable. Well, that may be, but there's a cause for it. You know where I I was pushed past the point of insanity here. Um, literally,
0: literally where uh, I well let me ask I started you hunting back.
2: I started hunting back you know what I mean
0: yeah like, but let me ask you this mommy so what would happen if you just ignored it you know what I mean and, 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 and you just put in your mind like you know what if these people want me to kill myself then I'm just going to make these people kill me themselves and I'm not even going to worry I said. about it that's right well
1: you know
2: I've said that. Okay, so to go back, thank you for saying that because um, that's exactly what I was going to do. Um, I foresaw myself in this near future. Once my son leaves this state, I was coming for all of them, and I wasn't going to stop until they killed me because I had to watch the one light that I have on this planet taken from me because I want him to go away from here I don't want him to suffer any more from me and I was gonna do exactly that I was gonna get a str- I was gonna get whatever I needed and I was gonna go hard and, and 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 let them know that all this time they might have thought I was doing nothing and I'm stupid I've been watching I know where you stay at and I'm coming and and because and, I had nothing you know I, I had nothing no, no, no future no hope and, and so much anger um I, yeah I yeah,
0: I was gonna just have them kill me. I won't kill myself, but no, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about you just going in and just getting a job and just working and living your life. And if they come for you, then then okay, they just come for you and you're ready for them at that time. But other than that, I'm not even gonna let, I'm not even gonna sweat you because I know what you're trying to do. So I'm not going to allow you to do it. I'm just gonna live my life. And if you guys want to come for me, then come for me.
1: Uh,
2: people have been telling me that, and, and, and I'm kind of this is helping me work to that point and, and, and through that process uh, because I'm getting it out, and, yeah. and, 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 and and that's what I wanted to do. I, I was I needed to expose something, and hopefully, there's questions asked. And, and people, you know, or people that are going through this know that you're not crazy, don't kill yourself, you know, go, don't give up, know that you're right if you're right, you know, if it's bullshit and you just want your or whatever that's different, but you know to no you're I not, tried you're to not, ignore it. Not. I tried to ignore it. I tried to ignore it. And you know what really does it for me every time? What does I'm it I'm not matter? a perfect person. I'm not a perfect person, right? You know, I'm I, but person. I tried to be. My son, when it involves my son, when I have to send my ho- son home to this foster family, those that anger that I feel it makes it incapable I'm incapable of letting it go. Because he still suffers now he's not with family and and the,
0: but is he safe though In this foster care that he's in is he safe
2: I, I don't feel that he is and I've expressed that to the county because they put him in the same neighborhood where this all started from and you know what I mean so I have to go back in that neighborhood and um I I, I know that there's people there that watch him and and i don't feel that no he's 100 safe no i do not and i and i do believe that he is targeted because of me from what he tells me he understands what i talk about he told me he says you're not crazy mom he, but he's he's 15 and he doesn't need to understand all of it uh, but you know to you right now like i think i can move on and let that happen because i have gone here and and, and, and you and frank and the opportunity to, to do this is, is, is going to do that for me. Where I'm gonna ignore them and if they wanna come, they can come. You know what I mean? And what can know. they
0: take from you? It's like it's like it's like it's like with me in the podcast that I do and the and the messages that I put out. You know, my father asked me about a month ago, he's like, What are you gonna do? He's like, are you would you are you willing to go back to prison over this? I told him, I said, Dad, I'm willing to die over this here because yeah. What what else can they take from me? They've already took in my life. Everything I wanted to be as a child is gone. They've taken that from me. What else can they take from me? My life now is just about telling people the truth of what is happening. You know what I mean? So if they're going to do what they do, then man just let them do that. But I'm going to continue doing what I do. Damn it. Yeah, and 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 and, I, and, I, and I'm ready to get to that point.
2: It's it's been a hard road and and it's been a lonely hard road and I and I also think that life is on its own timeline. I've had to learn not to get in my own way and it's not about how I want it. You know, I can fight against that and nothing ever works out. Um but, but letting go and, and kind of letting their, their power go is is definitely something that's necessary at this point.
0: No question because to, because to well because they're winning. You know yeah, what I mean? winning, yeah. they're winning. You're homeless, you're stressed out you know what I'm saying? You're you're paranoid. These people are beating you. And you're a vet. You're a soldier. You know what I'm saying? She's a hog. Well that
1: is. You're a hog. You don't yeah, know what hugs. you know what that everybody, means? Everybody, this is the hog, the girl hog I told you. Anybody that's done time, you know, uh takes a lot to get that status as hog. It ain't like that term OG that's so overused. Yeah, yeah. This lady has earned the, the title of hog. Oh. <laughs> That's a hog right there. You know what I mean? A hog. Right. Jessica Marie fucking Taylor is a hog. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, but facts, I, though. I, these are facts.
2: I, I I think that I have been doing a lot of those things, though, because I still don't stop. I still I did get a couple jobs and it just didn't end well, but I did at least tried. Um, and I, lately they've kind of backed off. I think they know I wasn't fucking playing and that I'm doing this against You know, they don't, they are not going to like it, and I don't give a fuck because I'm tired of hiding. I'm tired of them winning. Exactly. They will, I'm a very competitive person. Ask that's this man right here. Okay. And and I finally had to come to that point where, yeah, you know what? You guys want to do that? You guys suck. You're pathetic. You know what I mean? And I win because I didn't hurt myself. I didn't kill myself. Amen. I'm still pushing it, and you're following me. Get a fucking life. Do something with yourself. I ain't nobody's minion, man. Amen. Anybody that's doing this has turned their. They have sold their soul to the devil. To me, that is a freaking definition of that. In this leading world, these people have bitched up, bitched out, and
1: get the fuck out. Sold out.
2: Sold out. That's
1: right. Uh, I, I love sold it. Out.
0: That's absolutely great. Oh, hey, hey.
1: One thing about Jessica, she's got a backbone. She don't back down for nothing, and it kind of scares because she's got the hardest bitch, California. You know, too big. She got a hot, she's, she's a hothead.
0: <laughs> no, nah, you know she. She reminds me of a. Right now, I picture uh, Jessica like a Chihuahua, man. You know hey, what I she mean? She's the best road dog I ever
1: had. Like a Chihuahua?
0: Like, like a <laughs> Chihuahua, because even though that you're small and you may scare easily, but when you get fierce, you don't you're not scared of nothing. You know what I mean? No. A Chihuahua, what a Chihuahua will sit back and and study something. And when it gets in its mind that it can attack this, that man, that chihuahua don't care how big you are. Once it's in his yes. mind, it's coming at you. <laughs> so with Jessica, is really with Jessica, is really just getting her to understand that these people really can't hurt her. I told her that. And that her, they're just that. they're just trying to get her to hurt herself. So as long as you stop hurting yourself, they have no power.
2: Yes, yes, that's that's very true and um it, it just wasn't easy to get to this point of of being able to let it go it i knew that is, there was something like
0: huh it never is mommy
2: but i'm happy you know what i mean i had joy for the first time in, in in almost 3 years i had joy i had i was laughing i was i was someone that i had thought was gone and they did lose, and that's why I'm talking to you, just to, to even let that out too, that you guys did lose all your time, all their effort. You know, I I, I still got minds in, in in my own way, and I'm okay with that, and I know that I can move on. Um, I, I had to I grow through this whole process as well. Um, it's a very soul searching process, and, and people really don't know what they're capable of most of the time because they put it off on other people and they're enabled I wasn't I had to experience these things for real in lifetime you know in, in live TV kind of shit you know it was unbelievable but I made it through every time and and, and, if constantly- and what's
0: his name what's his name Sparky Skip. Skip Skip let me tell you something Skip I'm in Florida and I promise you you show up at my door your ass will be skipping the hell up out of there
1: that's my same exactly
0: <laughs> ain't no question about wrong. that I'm in Florida, and you're more than welcome to come have some coffee no, with me. There ain't no back down somewhere <laughs> I ain't got I
1: nothing can't. to lose.
2: I no. You know, as I told him, I said, "Y'all no, a dumb MF-ers, because you have got a woman whose child has been taken away, and you have pushed me past the brink of insanity on top of everything else, but luckily I was already a little bit of crazy baby, so that didn't even work. That didn't even work.
1: and there's something I'm not too familiar with the Bible but there is a saying that I I embrace holy. there is no greater love than he who would lay down his life for a friend mm. I believe that whole heart for someone you love that's the best way to go you know oh
2: yeah that's why I drew the line yeah, that's that's you know you're, you're you're threatening my child if all bets are off this isn't love you know but I had to be smart so I had to wait and get this information so when I am talking to someone like you
0: I mean, I know probably some mumble jumble, a lot of it maybe or something, but no, you know, you I know, know, and and, I, and yeah, listen no, to no. me, Jessica, Jessica. I don't hear anything, and and I'm a dude, I'm I'm an individual. Like, if I thought you was crazy, I would tell you, Jessica. Listen, what you're saying just isn't realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would tell yeah. you that because I'm not gonna sit here and feed you with no shit. Now, what you yeah. now what you're saying, I I, I can see where. A lot of paranoia may see may allow you to see things a little more than what they are but that's only because you have experienced these things. Yes sir. You you yes. know you know what I mean like if if I'm robbed 10 times in a month anytime I go out I'm going to see everybody as a jack person. I'm going to be leery of everybody. So it's not to say so it's not to say that everywhere you're going you are literally being followed but in your mind you're feeling that that way so there's no difference you're still having the same reactions in your body whether you're being followed or not but what i'm saying but what i'm saying is that these, I'm vigilant, exactly and these people have done this to you yes you know what i mean yes, but, so it's and listen like if you can get video of anything that you're telling me you know what I mean? You you film them, put them on video, I'll shoot that shit on, on YouTube and put these All people right. on blast. This is what I'm saying. So, like, we fight back. This is we the people, and, and I don't care who you are, where you're at, homeless, addicted, none of that stuff matters to me, man. You're my people. We the and, people. And, and, and it's,
2: um, I, I do, like, I do feel sorry for people out there who didn't make it as far as I did for the people who did kill themselves, and and for the families that are ruined because of what 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 what, what they do, you know, and um, that's
0: because I mean, they didn't have hope, said- Jessica. That's because they didn't have no hope, man. And it's like you just said, once 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 you found out that I was gonna do this show with you, it changed you. It did. Thank you. You know God, what I mean? Did. Hope, hope, man. Me and Frank really got into to what hope can do to a person. You know, and and that's it, it hurts me to hear about these people because I know there are so many people out there that just have no hope, and it's sad.
2: It it, it does it does something to you, man. You know, especially you know, I, I, it, this stuff it just changes. Yeah, it just changes people's lives and, and it, it ruins them. And, and I just couldn't let that happen. My son, my son was my light. I told him I said you were my light in my darkest days. You know, he's been through hell and he still loves me, you know, and and um, and that's that's what I had. And even sometimes that wasn't almost enough, and, and then I would kind of get little little glimmers of hope of people like Frank, you know, coming into contact with him again and, and feeling safe and having a place
1: to, to think and, and to work on getting things, because you still got to live, you know what I mean? I want everybody to understand this, Jessica was homeless all these years. But when her son was with her, and he was with her since the very beginning, he has never spent a single night without a roof over his head. Mm. So she's fighting a battle on two fronts, taking care of her son. And I'm going to tell you something. She said she understands why they took him, because there was no solid, stable family, you know. And right. but she was like, we, I'm not going to get into that, but she was like a week away from getting her son back and got... Anyway... Uh, so. Yeah. her son I've been on their visits with him I've met him this kid in some ways he's just a 15 year old young man but in other ways he's more mature than than most people I've met since I've been in Rio. and their relationship is incomparable to I any mean, they're they so close and I know I know how much he loves his mom and I'm always telling her hey what you do to you affects him directly to always remember that, and Jesse hasn't let go of the hope. I hope she did what I asked her to do: take that little sliver of hope that's left, put it in her son, to trust him to hold it for her, so she never loses hope. Because, like I told you, once you lose hope, you start to die literally from within. And I don't want that for her. She's got. I've, I've felt this woman, and she's a beautiful person.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love Jessica, man. I wish I was there on the river with y'all, man. So tell me, like, what, tell me about this river. Like, where are you at?
2: Um, I'm, I'm actually at, um, I, I deemed it my address. I actually get mail at it, but it's on the, uh, river here. It's, uh, 609 Spice Island Drive in Sparks, Nevada, which is off the Truckee, on the Truckee River. Um, it's down from, uh, Lake Tahoe, I, be- I believe. So, um, it's one of the runoff rivers off of Lake Tahoe, and um, we're kind of at the, the east end, the further east end where I had my tent when I had to come live here so my st- my son could be inside. They wouldn't let me stay at the house, so I moved all my stuff over here, and um, I, I just figured this would be an, a, a nice spot to come to to kind of make me remember some things. And It's kind of quiet here right now, but it was too windy to go down there by the water, which I really wanted to do, Um but it's uh it's it's, it's it's kind of 50/50 for me here you know i got a lot of bad memories and i got a lot of a lot of good uh, spiritual experiences that happened to me here um and an eye opening experience and and i love
0: the water i'm a water baby so yeah when you grew um, up in florida you can't help it it's, yeah. in, it's in your it's in your, <laughs> your bones. i can't um, that's why i can't get far away from water i can never move out here to the midwest away from the ocean i couldn't
2: <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's something else for sure it's uh but that's why i'm glad i had the water source though you know because I'm, I'm in the water usually every day during the summertime i'm getting it in
0: for when the winter comes How how is your health
2: um i'm 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 pretty healthy for the most part i mean i've run every night and i don't run for fear i run for um for strength you know when i started running um a couple of years ago, it was for fear, but now I, I I run my anger and and those 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 thoughts. that need to go right where I'm pushing them right to the ground, right to the earth. Beautiful. Um, and and I got pretty physically. I'm um, probably in pretty better shape than I was when I was in uh, middle school. I'm pretty sure.
0: Hog status.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a boss. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> um, I mean, I push myself every day so I'm stronger every every day um I'm, I'm never really happy with just the same as yesterday and uh
1: but I tell her you need to rest you <laughs> need to rest sometimes Jessica yeah you yeah. gotta let your body heal nah she does I, I, I
2: never
0: had that opportunity up until recently so well so is it is there anything else you wanna get out um
2: well, I, I I just want. I mean, the, the governments that are involved. You know, since nine eleven, when um, I, I I researched that this started becoming happening to people like me, um, I I have dealt with so much, and i I'm in disbelief that it happens. When you go to a cop and you ask for help and they turn you away, and you know. The hospitals here in Reno. Every place in Reno that I've experienced are, are part of this problem, and that's how bad these people have infiltrated it. And it seems like a losing battle. You know, I, I asked one of my friends, "What is the possibility I can survive this?" He said, "None."
1: I disagree. And
2: I, I talked to him a couple of weeks later, and he says, "By God, girl, you freaking did it!" You know, I mean, he was amazed because he finally understood what I was talking about. And and I just want, you know, I think people should be investigated. I think the, the Reno Police Department, I think the the, the the social services, you know, the the people who violated my civil rights from the Marshall County social services and and the the, the officer in Sparks um when I tell him this man is raped me and robbed me and he says I know who he is and he lets him walk away. You know what I mean? Like there should be some kind of accountability. I had to pay my consequences. Who and, who was it? Son, What's his name? Huh? What's his name? His name was the Thomas, Thomas Gibson for the Sparks Police Station and um, also a detective field from the FBI who pretty much used me for information and um, let this shit happen to me I believe because they said they pretty much know what's going on and ask me questions and and, then, and, and I said well you know they're, they're taping me right now and ever since that day it's been worse so you know going to the cops I don't even want to do that but that's, that's, anytime you're in trouble, they tell you to call the freaking cops. I called the cops on myself last night to start a paper trail. And, and I want someone to hear me and know that this is really going on. And we need freaking help. People are killing themselves over this. Um, and and it's, it's being, it's, it's consuming communities. If you owe these people anything, any vulnerability, everybody has taken the easier route and has been paid some way or another to terrorize people like me and they're getting away with it because it's so crazy and I'm here to just say it's not crazy that this is happening and we, and we as people as victims as targeted individuals of this freaking racial war like he said it's the color of this freaking racial war or whatever that we need help I, I needed help I mean, it's not just in my head
1: it's it's worldwide and she has to rely on people she doesn't really know she's forced to to give a modicum of trust which isn't really in her and it feeds on her her thoughts feed on it because of all the betrayals and all the backstabbing and all the she has yeah she
0: has been great you know well I mean that's like that's like that's like the post I made on Facebook you know what I mean like as soon as somebody tells me that they're they're my friend or that they like me I instantly distrust them You know what I mean? And I start pushing them away because when people have told me that in the past, they have used me, they've abused me. And, and when I hear those words now, it's like, I don't even want no part of that.
2: But I, I, I really hope for people like us and anybody that has experienced something like that, I'm a very competitive person. I don't like to lose. And I think, and think we need to realize that, like you said, they're winning you know, and even when us mm-hmm. having boundaries is OK. So you know, once somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and you can address yourself. You can even you can adjust yourself accordingly if you want that person in your life. But also don't let it keep us. It, it, they win even more if it keeps us from from moving on and loving again and trusting again, because there could be that person that is true that we would just let go because we're so damaged and, 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 and I don't want to do that. I try not to do that because I and mean, that has here in my recent past just, just destroyed every possible good relationship and and my ability to love and to shut so much of myself off and then just become this vengeful mean Shiva beast. I mean, it, I, I'm, I'm working on letting that go because I don't want that to continue to win on me and, and, I, and I hope that Oh, just let it go and here's information as well. You know what I mean? Like you deserve love. You deserve. We all deserve love. We just want to be loved. We want to love somebody. You know, without having to worry about them lying or hurting us, and and the damage is just so bad. And we're worth it. You know, we're, we're worth it. And it's never okay to hurt somebody. And and the damage is done to us because they they don't care no more. They they did it. We're the ones dealing with it now. It's in our headspace, and and we got a little way to go, and however way we can do that.
0: Yeah, and, uh, just a process. Just understand,
1: it is a, it is a process. it's Just a process, you know. And all we can do is be patient with each other and just accept each other as as they are at that time, you know, good or bad. You got there's there's no good or bad. My mindset is just how this person is at any given moment. At any given and moment, and I just have to adjust. I just have to adjust and let my let my feelings for that person guide me. Always, always my feelings, never my head.
2: I want people to speak up. If anybody sees us that's going through this, just I understand it.
1: Any
0: in and big contact Thomas Freemy. <laughs> yeah, they on social media Frank DePalma Palma at Frank De Palma on Facebook. You got Thomas Freemy. Anybody Googles Thomas Freemy lets me know, you know. Hit me up on social media. Be like, man, listen, I, I'm with this girl, you know? that's what we need
1: to do is expose
2: these people they need to be exposed and that's the only way we're going to even do anything about it because if not it's just going to continue to get worse and, right and we can even do a
0: follow-up podcast to this broadcast you know and that's well, um, yeah of course and, and that's again that's what my platform is about is for exposing those people the voice for the voiceless for people to come on here and say this is what is happening to me in the communities you know what I mean you know, and I relate
1: to that like Jessica's need because, like I, I, I say that prisons are, are for the forgotten. Solitary confinement, I'm forgotten of the forgotten. You know, so I know how she feels. You know how she feels. Uh, and uh, and I'm telling you, I spent a lot of time with her. I asked Jessica, I want to hang with you, and she didn't want me to because it was concern for me. But I finally convinced her and I've seen things I've seen things that what the fuck you know I see these two cars one's got a spoiler another white SUV it's got these tags on it and I've seen them together and
0: when she I mean it's just just astronomical man And, and, Um, and the area that you're in is like a small town too like right yeah Yeah. That's i mean the there's a lot of
1: anymore.
0: yeah there's a lot of people but it's small and it's congested and and you would see cars over and over again right but not in this
1: not in this fashion no not in the same neighborhood uh going at the same speed like acknowledging each other and putting on their high beams in front of her right in front of her i mean it's just like it's targeted that's yeah. When she used, I, it hit me one day. I said, "Targeted. Oh, she's targeted." And I started to understand. And I'm telling you, man, look beyond what's co- our comfort zone and look. Let Let's look beyond the horizon because what she's saying is real. It's real. And, and like I say, give me
0: give me video. You get video. I'll put. I'll post it. And we'll do a right. we'll do another show about it, talking about what was going on in that video. You know what I mean? We'll do this stuff. Uh, I I definitely do that. I, I appreciate that. No question. That's all I wanted to do. Because I knew when I did this,
2: I knew when I started, crossing, this, I'd, I'd have
0: to be ready. I'm crossing the Mississippi right now, man. Watching the, oh, the nice. sun, watching the sun go down, man. This, you know, I never been out here in the Midwest. I never it's been out here. Sun. So this this sunset is gorgeous out here. Compared, I mean, we got beautiful sunsets out there in Florida, of course, but. I've never seen like a a, a, a sunset like this. It's this this beautiful, huh? It is, and, man. is and I'm and I'm going down this lonely country highway, and it's like got hills and stuff, and it's just it's a beautiful, beautiful scene, man. Life is really there beautiful. is beauty in the world. It really is. Yeah, there and, is beauty, and we destroy it. We take advantage of it, you know. Uh, yeah.
2: I, I appreciate I appreciate
0: you um, let let me do this, and I hope
2: I hope I help somebody, and I, and I hope I bring light to a situation that is 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 so hidden and, and, and it seems forgotten. Um, I I just I thank you so much, and I do hope that maybe we could do this again, and um, and I'll you know and I'll continue doing my research and everything, and getting videos, and
0: and um, just doing my thing, surviving. That, but this is a big step for me, for sure. With well, no question, but most of all, Jessica, I want you to start getting established, and 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 get you a place, and get you a career, so you can get your son into your life and have a place for him to come and stay. You know what I mean? I want you to have that as your primary focus, not getting evidence on nothing.
1: I, if it's yeah, I want Jessica. I want Jessica to stop having to survive and right. learning how to live. That's right. How to live. Exactly. You no, know, I want to be a part of that in any way I can. because, you know, like I said, she's all that. Uh, she's <laughs>
0: all that, man, so she's so that's the main thing. What I'm saying, Jess, is you're out doing your thing, building your life back up. And if this stuff happens to be in front of you, bam, pull out your phone, record them, tell them to fuck off. I got you. Check YouTube, Free Me Podcast. You're gonna see your ass on there. You know what I mean? All right. And then just yeah, keep pushing. No, send us the links. Send us the links. <laughs> yeah. Yo. You know my retarded my retarded
1: ass cat. My...
2: <laughs> I will do that. I will do that. I, I really do appreciate that. That that gives me like backup. And that's kinda all I ever wanted was. Jessica, you're not to...
0: alone, mommy. You're not alone. You're my sister. You're my sister. You're an American citizen. You're in this country and you're trying to survive just like all of us you're my sister you're not alone thank you brother no question right on bro. right on <laughs> no question man so we're gonna end it on that alright I thank love you. you guys thank you for bringing this to me man I I really digged it this was a great conversation for real yeah it was man um, yeah I, I, I'm proud of her I'm proud of her <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank man thank you Thomas Thomas thank you brother no question you guys bro. go enjoy this beautiful sunset man and then um and just take it easy, man. All good right,
2: too, brother. Have, have, a good, have a
1: good trip.
0: Yeah, I'm blessed. I got to... So I got to get up tomorrow. I got to check out. I got to drive back to Virginia tomorrow. That's 18 hours. Yeah. Then from there, I am i, I got to... um I'm going to go spend the weekend with a, with, with a homeboy of mine up in the D.C. area. We're going to go to... I'm going to go to D.C. I'm going to be in D.C. for July 4th. Again, I've never... I've never been there. I've never even been to D.C., but I'm going to be there and on the 4th. People told me I'm going to have fun on the 4th, so okay. And then I'm going to drive back to Florida after that.
1: Hey, we're
2: starting to do on the
0: 4th. I don't know. <laughs> I, I spent the last 4th of July sitting in my room. <laughs> hey, you should hit us up, man. I'll, 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 call, I'll call you. That's okay. On the 4th of July. Say happy 4th to you and, and uh, see how you're doing out there. No question. Cool. No question. Do you have TikTok? Uh, yes, I do. So go into TikTok. I'm the Thomas Free Me Show or Free Me Podcast. Those are both of my accounts because I'm I'm out all the time posting. I got a pretty big TikTok. But yeah, I'll probably All go right. live that night from whatnot and, and you'll catch me and then and then shit. All I right. can I can maybe even build your account up to to let you go live. You know hey, what I, I mean? I, I, yeah. 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 That'd be cool. So, yeah. <laughs> so so work so so find me on TikTok and then we we'll, and then um we'll work on that too. Alright. Thank you. Thank you very much. No question, mommy. All right. Enjoy that sunset. I am, man. It's beautiful. I'm looking at it right now. It's gorgeous. The colors are gorgeous.
2: And uh, Uh, make it, help make it there safely, all right?
0: Yeah, you guys stay safe, man. And I'm, I'm here if you need me as as much as I can be, all right? Yes, sir. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Uh All right. One.